hey, we have a quick update for you. We've started posting to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get podcasts. You can help support us by rating and reviewing so we can expand our reach. And if you already reviewed us, please help us by sharing this podcast with somebody who would be interested. I hope you enjoy this episode. And we're dying. Hi, welcome to Community Roots, a place where we gather in community to talk about mental health so we can travel the journey of life together. I'm Sama Richards. I'm Julie Richards. I'm Lisa Gilchrist. And this is aired on WGRN LP 94.1 Columbus and online wherever you get podcasts, Apple, Google, wherever. And um, today is the third part of our three-part series where we kind of created a guidebook for if you're feeling in a dark place, you don't really know um, what to do next, you just know that you feel unsafe or insecure. Maybe, Mom, you could talk a little bit more about the guidebook. We just wanted to give some support to folks who sometimes you know someone is hurting, but you don't know what to say, you don't know what to do. Or even if you're starting to spiral down and feel low yourself and you want somewhere that you can turn to, these first three episodes are something that we can keep repeating and reflecting on anytime you go back to it. It's something you could give to someone else to help or yourself to just feel a little bit more supported and stable and um, ready to get back into the swing of life. You know, uh, we've actually made it easy. So if it's if you're kind of um, someone who listened to it once and you're like, crap, now I can't remember the guidebook and you're out of data <laughs> or something like that, then uh, we made it easy to remember, which is the roots of community roots. And so the first word is roots, as in grounding, as in a tree, as in getting your um, energy and your nutrients from the ground and just being very stable and secure. We talked a little bit about meditation, about getting the right nutrition, um, and how important that was. The second thing we talked about in our second episode, well, the first thing we talked about in our second episode was community and being able to reach out and create that network. Um, I'm really excited for that one. And I'd really recommend going back and listening to the first two, if you haven't already. Um, but today is just as important. We're talking about roots slash routes, but roots. Uh, <laughs> Spell it for them. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, so it's R-O-U-T-E-S. And it's this idea that we're always in journey. We're in route. We are always developing. And I think there's such a mindset to get into being out, making it about perfection and being like, well, why am I not all together all right now? And what we want to focus mm-hmm. on instead is being in route. You're always developing. You're always growing. You're always learning. And um, I know a lot of us have developed not necessarily in the early years, but throughout our whole lives. That it's okay that we're in process, that yeah. we're becoming, we're in the act of becoming and growing and developing, and that that can be a lifelong journey, not just something that has a quick start and a, and a definite end. 
Yeah. I like that the phrase that you use, the swing of life, right? That movement, that continual Get into the swing of things. Yeah. Back again. Yeah. Jungle Book style. (laughs) (laughs) Feeling vitally alive. That is. I I went there again. (laughs) I do know the Um, Jungle Book. I really like coming out of high school, something that was different for me. Like I just had a different conception of what the world was. And Mm. I figured at 18 to 21, like you would just get your life figured out and then you would just go on from there. And I knew that you wouldn't have it 100%, but it's still you know what job you're going to do, you know where you're going to go next. And it's really refreshing to get on the other side of that and be aware that it's all in process and progress. And that that's okay, that that you're not screwed up or late or something's wrong with you because we're, we're in that mix of it all, just becoming and being in process. And not only that we're... Not only is nothing wrong with you, but that's actually a good thing because right. you can grow and improve instead of just getting to 24, 25 and saying, oh, I have it all figured out. And I think it's really refreshing, especially because I've ended up somewhere different than what I anticipated. <clears throat> and I'd much rather be here than mm. where I thought I'd be because <laughs> it's more real and it's mo- more what I want to do. And it it's grounding. So that is the little introduction to this roots that we're going to be talking about. I will start because as I was looking up some different takes on roots and there's a lot of intricacy in the directions that we take and you know you talking about I just can't help but think like wouldn't that have been such a lovely thought um, to have ha- had it all figured out and to have a certain <laughs> deadline. Of, you know, I've, I've got to arrive here and maybe this is where I'm starting and kind of getting confused in it all, but it giving space for the whole decade really <laughs> to get there. And again, me being on the other side of that um, just been really an interesting piece. So it just, as I was looking for some Quotes. I found one by Kristen Armstrong, and it says, she says, It's not only moving that creates new starting points. Sometimes all it takes is a subtle shift in perspective, an opening of the mind, an intentional pause and reset, or a new route to start to see new options and new possibilities. And the part that resonated most with me was the subtle shifts and intentional pausing and resetting. That really stood out to me, so I, I pulled it up. And yeah, I like that quote too. I like how um, pausing and resetting is really important, and I think it's really had an impact on my life too. Um, I went to college before I knew what I wanted to do, and it wasn't until I got back home and had a reset that I figured out and the reset was like two years talk about pausing and resetting (laughs) but slowing it down definitely definitely and I feel so much more complete and aware of what I want to be and what I want to do but that pause and reset is really important it's not necessarily a bad thing like sometimes I think that whenever we're stopped we see that as something that's not good but I even want to question that idea of being stopped but rather it's good to just pause and take that break. Um, 
It kind of, the, the picture that comes up for me is if we're on a path and we're on a journey and we're even out in nature, that there are times along that path where we might have to sit down for a moment. We have to catch our breath. We have to drink our water. So tying in our other episodes of how to yeah. be grounded, um, all of that, there's still a sense of purpose in that and an intentionality and moving forward. We're still headed somewhere even in the pauses, even in the times to regroup mm -hmm. and reset. Um, it's still an important part. All of that is part of the journey as well. That's still movement. Mm -hmm, absolutely. Even in the stillness. So, yeah, even being able to take some of those earlier steps that we talked about and some of the uh, previous podcasts, like being able to self-care, um, being able to, like, reach out to community, those are all good places to be to where you're taking another step you're taking a step forward you're in route you're in, you don't have it all figured out but you're focusing on those um what lisa said like those subtle shifts those um uh, yeah those <laughs> subtle shifts those it's okay to small take time changes to yeah let your thoughts even catch up with you yeah yeah definitely this is a lot yeah. to kind of sit with it's a lot I to think in yeah it's okay to pause definitely definitely and i feel like uh, i need to do that sometimes <laughs> yeah, well, we have this sense of like rushing and like oh no is that that's not acceptable that i'm you know i even think before just really letting those thoughts catch up mm -hmm. and just being okay mm -hmm. with that and not acting on this sense of urgency like i should be saying something right now it's okay but we're not really comfortable with silence yeah, I agree. Sometimes I've found that people who are really struggling with depression can't get off the couch or they can't get out of bed. And we're talking so much about being out in nature and how important that is. But really these small, subtle shifts, that intention to move at all really does matter. That if you're stuck in your living room on your couch or if you're stuck in your bed, even being able to move which room you're in. If you move into the kitchen and you look out the window, see what's happening outside, or if you can go up or down the stairs, if you can toss in a load of laundry or do a couple dishes, that movement shifts the emotional state that you're in and can help lift your mood. It can even bring a little connection back to you, connecting with activities of things that you know, this just helps me connect. Yeah, something um, I also like about Roots is kind of not aiming for that perfection and in that way, forgiving yourself a little bit and being okay with not being, I, I know I already said this, but not being perfect. But I also felt whenever I was going through a dark place, I was really hard on myself for not getting out of bed and not doing this and not doing that. And not finishing my homework on time and instead just being okay with not being perfect and not hitting everything. And in the same way that meditation is kind of bringing it back, like refocusing, just kind of replanting your feet, being in a journey, being in the middle of a journey is a way that, um, you can just bring it back. I totally lost my train of thought. But being able to, in that way, being able to just draw it back to what you really were trying to focus on and being okay that that last sentence I said wasn't a perfect, flawless, 
sentence that somebody's going to chisel onto my gravestone and remember me for, but rather being able to still reset. Find your footing again and breathe into it. And be okay, and we're still here. Yeah. We talked a little bit last time about community, and this comes back into the importance of roots as well, just of the building connection and having relationships with others and having empathy for each other that we can choose to be vulnerable and say that we're struggling or we're having a hard day and we can reach out to others and and check in on them that is part of what the path of mental health looks like when we're reflecting on how do you get to a place of stability and strong mental health and we think of a path sometimes it's helpful to know what what are the things on that path that will help get me there and we had mentioned that about um, connection and relationships are so important yeah and it's definitely worth the risk I remember I I think in earlier like podcasts we talk about a little bit of, of of wondering if this reach out is going to be you know, accessible, or is the other person going to show up for me? Um, but being willing to ask for it if needed, and thinking a little bit about some of this depression, I'm glad you bring up that side of things because sometimes it's it's dark places. Sometimes it doesn't look exactly, you know, like the what do you call it? Like just by the book, it's not um, like going through the criteria. Typical, it's DSM. not. Yes, yeah. that's one, one way to put it. But just thinking, I don't, the way it looks and shows up in our lives, you know, in just being able to learn and connect in this way, even on this podcast and just realizing it shows up in different ways. Um, some of it's visible and some of it's not. And I think about that a lot as far as just trying to figure out how to connect with people and and how to turn heart. around too, like when you're on that path and you're realizing you're headed into a darker place or into a spiral like how can I recognize the the scenery so to speak of mm. what's taking me down that path so that I can say okay I know I'm starting to spiral I don't want to go down this path anymore and I can turn around and I can make new choices and I can Mm-hmm. pay attention more to my self-care. I can make sure I have the nutrients and hydration and sleep and things that we had talked about, but noticing what path we're on and if it's taking us to a good place or if we need to reroute even and right. reconsider, we have to reset and we have to get our footing again and get grounded again. So it's that right. whole process of living out the thing of mental health. And not... Um having to make sure that it's completely drastic before we take precautions or take the measures by which to acknowledge this is a place that I feel myself going. I need to be maybe, what what is something different I can do here? I happen to know it's really hard to do new things or have that uncertainty. And it's kind of like reprogramming ourselves to not do things a certain way just because sadness shows up then I must be this thing and that's where I have to go um but like you said maybe acknowledging a little bit sooner noticing what shows up yeah if we have the mindfulness to be aware in the moment of 
how am I doing, checking in with myself, um, noticing how I'm feeling, then maybe I can do things sooner and not end up in a crisis that it's gotten spiraled out of control. Yeah, I really like how all three of these episodes kind of interlock. I Every time we sit down and record, yeah. I understand how more and more you can use one of these things, but it really connects all three of them together, how important they are. And whenever we're talking about this, noticing, making sure that realizing that things aren't going the way that you want them to, being able to recenter is totally has to do with roots the, the R-O-O-T-S kind of roots and that you're focusing on just yourself and how you feel and where your nutrients is coming from because sometimes you have a crappy week and it's because you haven't eaten. It's not because you have to ch- change your whole job and mm-hmm. completely do a 180. It's just because you haven't focused on you and maybe focusing on you is another way that you can reevaluate and use that time to say, hey, I have been eating, I have been sleeping, and I still feel like crap. So it's a sign that I should do something else. Yeah. Um, Those are good points. One of the things I, I think is helpful for what does this path look like, this journey to mental health and how we can be in a good place and notice where we are, something that can be really helpful is focusing on what rhythms and routines you have in your day. What will help give you kind of a jump start when you get out of bed in the morning? Do you make the bed or not? Do you start with some breakfast and um, jump in the shower? Whatever your rhythm looks like um, for starting the day, for ending the day, for something midday that you can check in with yourself. Yeah, um, this actually speaks to me on a cool level that whenever I had first I dropped out of college and came back home I was talking to my therapist and I had these big ideas of how I wanted to change and how I wanted to like go from zero to 60 and completely turn my life around and something we were discussing is I hadn't eaten that day and it was like 1 p.m. or something like that and we were discussing that even taking that first step, doing those tiny little rhythm things that keep you in on tempo, whatever you want to call it, whatever. Kind of in motion, yeah. giving you some energy to do the next thing because you have a pattern that you're going through. I really like the analogy. Yeah, exactly. I really like the analogy that my therapist used, which was like you have all these plans about how to beat this big dragon, this dragon being your problems and what you perceive to be what you're up against. And so you've got like, oh, I've got to design this catapult and take out this, whatever Mm -hmm. it is, but your sword is still in its holster. And sometimes you just have to take the tiny little steps, like unsheathing your sword. And for me, uh, what I got excited about every morning was creating an egg sandwich. I would just create a bagel with egg sandwich Mm -hmm. because I really enjoy it. And that so radically changed how I felt about things in ways that I didn't even understand that... It was just my body getting nutrients whenever I woke up (laughs) and it completely (laughs) changed my mindset and my day to day in a way that it surprised me. And so even today, what I make sure I do is make sure I'm eating consistently and that I'm getting enough sleep because it changes my outlook 100 percent. And I still think that roots part and then I, I keep going back to this social connection piece and relationship just because I think for me that's been so foundational 
um, more as an introvert, um, being able to find that experience, know what feels good. And But if you're an extrovert, maybe asking yourself the practicality of when's the last time I hung out with a group of friends or when is the last time I called someone and just, you know, made made that plan to just go do that thing um, regardless of what state we're in. And just, I think, knowing your limits as well, but also just branching out too and looking at that piece of, you know, not necessarily being only introvert or only extrovert or being the great balance of the introverted extrovert but just paying attention to those needs. Even some of those are rhythms and routines across the month even. Like yeah. what, you know, if I want to have time out with friends every month, then that whole month looks like a pattern and a rhythm and a routine that those are the habits that you create that I can notice if it's been a while since I've had that time for social engagement or not. Or mm. how often do I want to put into practice my exercise rhythms or whichever habits that we want to do, even if they're just the little steps and the little things, it really keeps us on a good path and in a good place. That's so good. Something I like about the vision of Route 2 is it's about the journey, not the destination. I know we've all seen that semi-cheesy t-shirt around, but um, something my mom and I talk about, I don't know if we've mentioned this on the podcast yet, but whenever we go on walks, we go on like pokey walks or I don't know what my mom calls them, but basically I call it. doesn't call them pokey Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, there's there's the 90s kid in me going out. But I don't call it. I call them real life Pokemon walks where I try to find real life Pokemon, which Mm. are like rabbits and deer and stuff. But um, I love being able to be present in those moments. And I think that there's a tendency to escape and just to like watch the office for the 10th time instead of enjoying what's actually going around around like going on around you and i think being in root also emphasizes that journey of enjoying making yourself the egg sandwich or whatever you use to um get your protein instead of just like retreating and sitting on the couch and just being like well my friends, will, I just have this one activity later this week that I can look forward to, and everything is just zoning out and waiting until then. Yeah, changing up the activity is important. And even when we can notice the things, like we've mentioned on walks, that takes away stress so much because you start focusing on what's right in front of you, mm-hmm. which is all the colors of the flower or all the clouds in the sky and what big puffy white cloud shapes they look like or um, which kinds of creatures you find on the walk of we've got a whole deer family in our neighborhood we've got I call them bunnies some people call them rabbits but um, and then we've we've had a couple ducks that have scientifically uh, bunnies are just young rabbits I'm just kidding that's But just being on the lookout for things like that, you tend, if you're looking for things, you're not thinking about your stress load. You're not thinking about, you know, complicated relationships or what you have to do at work or some kind of assignment that's due. You're just in the moment. You're just present and allowing some peace to flow through you. 
Yeah, I was actually reading a study on Tetris and why people use Tetris in order to kind of de-stress. Because Tetris is such an, a simple game. I don't know if you guys have done any research on this at all, but um, basically they got it down to colors, um, movement, and a different like mind problem solving. And that's why Tetris works for so many people, just to be able to kind of reset. And so whenever you're on a walk, something I like to do is look for different colors. Look for the, even if you look at a single flower, the different petals on the flower are way different. And then um, focusing on movement, like if you have that change up of mom said going into a different room or something changes so that your environment changes, that you're not just zoned into your bed and your TV. And then having that different mental activity, like something me and my partner play when, like I said, those real life Poke Walks, we count how many real life Pokemon we see. And it's just a silly little thing that we can do. But then after that walk, you just feel refreshed and new. But yeah, I know we're running out of time, um, but just the phrase letting go of expectations comes to mind. And I know, you know, viewers or listeners can't see it, but this is a picture of a flower I took yesterday on my metabolic conditioning part of my workout um, after a long work day. And it actually really, really slowed it down for me. I maybe took like six or seven and tried to get different angles and like just how intricate that is and the unfolding of it all. And so it also looks like a hand. What a root is like a pathway it's an unfolding it's a it is a whole evolving that's cool yeah. i really so like that. I, would, I just wanted to share that because it seemed like super perfect yeah and we will totally post that on our facebook page there so, you go and insta so make sure that you give us a follow but yeah so we are running out of time so i kind of wanted to wrap up this three-parter episode of the roots of community roots um roots make sure you ground yourself make sure you're getting nutrition you're taking um water and food in order to energize yourself and you're also being grounded in that meditative state we talked a little bit about meditation on our first episode um community is another thing that reach out to people around you make sure that you're getting that support network and if you feel like that support network already doesn't exist then we talk about on our community episode being able to create that network so that you can reach out to people and it can be something that you can start to rely on. Or maybe it's even finding a network that's already there. You just don't even realize it's it's there. And then today we talked about being in root, being in process, um, being able to both for give yourself that grace of I'm not perfect, I'm not, I'm not mm-hmm. at my destination yet, and also to be able to recenter and re-get on the path. So two weeks from now, you'll hear from us again. We'll be talking about music and our awesome Spotify playlists that we put together. So stay tuned for that. And then next week, you'll hear from uh, Off the Beaten Path with um, Adrian Johnson. And so, um, yeah, if you are looking for where to find us, you can go to Facebook and search Community Roots Podcast. Um, on Instagram, we're at communityroots.pod. Email us your thoughts at communityroots.pod at gmail.com. Um, we have special thanks to 
everyone here in this room, <laughs> um, Dr. Adrian Johnson, who does our Off the Beaten Path. Thanks to Steve Dodge and Steve Paracas for our music. Alexander Wells for our logos and artwork. And we'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us. <laughs>